You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith, and this is my conversation with a fella called Falk, or Falk. He's the keyboard player in a band called Powerwolf. They are from Germany. The reason for the conversation is to promote the band's brand new releases. There are three of them. I hope I can get this right quickly because I've closed down my browser that had everything open. What have they got? The studio album is called... Where is it? God, you think I'd be more organised than this? Jesus. All right. I can tell you what the covers album is called. It's called Communio Lupatum, but what they've done is they've got other bands and artists in to interpret their music, that is Powerwolf's music, and the way that they saw fit. Haven't had a listen to it yet, but I'm sure it sounds fantastic. And the name of the studio album, I've got it, is called The Sacrament of Sin. So what they've done is they've got that album, and then they've got a symphonic interpretation of that album too. So if you're a fan of the band... There's a veritable plethora, love saying that word, plethora of releases in market in 2018 from the band. Something else to mention too, um, I think the language barrier played a bit of a uh, role in folk misunderstanding my very long questioning. Sometimes I can be a bit long-winded, but that's because I'm trying to get all of my goodness into the questioning and give an artist an opportunity to respond in kind. Anyway, all good. I want to take him up on that offer of a beer that you'll hear through the conversation. He's a good bloke. It's a very good conversation. Hope you enjoy it. Here he is, Falk from the band Powerwolf. Falk, welcome to the show. You are the keyboard player in Powerwolf, probably one of the many hats that you do wear in the band, and you do have a brand new album out. Well, it's not so much an album as it is. It's a blockbuster release, so there's a covers album that features other bands covering your material. There's a symphony edition of... um, tracks that your band have recorded and then there's also the brand new studio album the sacrament of sin so tell us all about it yeah well uh, you're right we have um, our main studio album the sacrament of sin is the seventh album of power wolf and yeah i would say this album has uh, more and more varieties uh, to the previous one um we use a lot of more instruments like theremin or bagpipe or more orchestration parts. We have our first proper ballad with, uh, the where, where the white boots have gone. Yep. But on the other hand, we yeah we changed the, the, the production team, the whole production team. For the first time, we worked with Jens Bogren. And uh, yeah, it's, I would say this, this segment of Sin, this album sounds more organic than the previous one, but still, like Powerful, still a very strong and fast and hard album. And on the other side, we have this bonus album you mentioned already, uh, Communio Lupatum. That means that 10 great bands and friends of Powerwolf covered uh, the Powerwolf songs in their very own style. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a real an, an honor that Miller from Creator, for example, or Epica covered yes. uh, songs of Powerwolf. Yeah, and uh, this is a, is a perfect combination. But I would say, yeah, the segment of Sin... Yeah, it's the strongest album, I would say, of Powerwolf because, yeah, we, we dared to do other things. We dared to, to, to write a song like a Dreams Are Girls Best Friend, which is more, uh, sounds like a, yeah. a hard rock song or something like that. Yeah, and you mentioned, and, 
you mentioned yeah. Jen's you mentioned Jen's Bogran yeah. again, and I, I, I spoke to Opu mm-hmm. from Opeth. I've spoken to Miller from Creator. I've spoken to oh, so many artists in Europe that have worked with Jen's, and the guys in Sepultura yeah. as well. And all have had wonderfully positive things to say about yeah, working yeah. with him. So what's he and what's your take on working with Jen's? Because he seems to be Mister Everywhere at the moment. Well, Jens Bogren did the mastering for the Blessed and Possessed album. And then we were thinking about how would it be to work with him because we, we also liked the previous albums when we worked with Frederick Nordstrom, but we want to change something. And uh, Jens, we know that Jens gives every band a personal sound. That is no, there's no, uh, this sounds like Jens Bogren thing or there is the Jens Bogren sound. He yeah. Every band, their very own sounds, and then we uh, um, thought about using a bagpipe or a theremin. He said, "Yeah, come on, come on, let's do that. Let's let's keep some or uh, have some new influences in the music, and yeah, and, and the mixing as well. It it sounds more dy- dynamic, and and they have with a lot of work with the guitar sounds and the organ sounds as well. We we change a lot of or we use a lot of different organ sounds. That was really." <laughs> Uh, hard work, but it, is, it, it was worth to, to do that. And if you if you work with a new producer, it's like uh, if you build a house totally from from scratch. That means everything is new. Every, no one Jens doesn't know didn't know us, and we didn't know Jens. So it is like like a new experience, and that is very good uh, if you want to develop as a band, and you have to develop as a band. Hmm. And yeah, and, and I think you can hear that on the Sacrament of Sin. And for me, especially, I'm a fan of you because I love the Amorphous albums and, and Creator albums and even Sepultura. Yep. I just, <laughs> a few weeks ago, I just met Andreas Kiffer from Sepultura and we nice. just talked about Jens. And it's like, yeah, it's like a, a new input in, in a band. And we said the same thing that, that he gives us new experiences that we, yeah, that we dare to do something, you know. And for example, um, the ballad I mentioned already. We yeah. never thought that we will make that we will make a ballad, but on the previous album we also had this uh, bonus album um, for the present process album. When we covered other bands, and then for example we covered Sabotage, and we used the, the piano, or I used the piano, and Adela was singing to it, and fits so good. And we are huge fans of some cheesy ballads, I would say. And yeah, yeah. and and we, we recorded it, and then said, "Come on, that's that's great, that's huge. Come on, let's do that. Come, come on, we we'll do this orchestration thing a little bit more. We raise the organ here, we feature the voice in this case. So, yeah, that's that, that was a beautiful work, and um, yeah." And we love the result. We are really happy about it. Yeah, cool. And look, you just mentioned something really interesting there. I didn't realize that you guys had covered Sabotage in the past, and they're one of my favorite all-time bands, actually. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, John Moore and Amon Amarth covered, and yeah, and we did Sabotage, Ashford Thorns. Oh, uh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a completely different approach to for doing that because we never thought that we can play a hard rock song, I would say, or have a metal song like Ashford Thorns and. And that it sounds like Powerwolf. That was the, the, a good experience to have. That we mm. can do something, and, and in the end, it, it sounds like like our trademarks are like Akira's voice, like my organ playing, like the guitar melodies or something like that. Yes. And yeah, we are thankful that we did this 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 uh, bonus album from the last album because it gave us some some new experiences. 
Hey, tell us about the orchestral album. What's that all about? Is that is that a cover album as well, or is that just your own tunes being reinterpreted? No, that's no, that's 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 a Sacramento Sin album in the orchestral version. We worked the first time with Joost uh, Bandenbroek. Okay. He also did the orchestration for Epica and Arian. And there were so much orchestration parts for this album. And we had when we mixed the album, we had to decide what can we feature here, what can we do here, because we are what well, we we consider us as a as a heavy metal band and not as a symphonic metal band. Mm. That means that sometimes you have to leave out the orchestration parts. But the orchestration parts and the orchestration themes are so good and so brilliant that we decided, come on. Let's do this 11 songs in an orchestration. Wow, very ambitious. And just yeah. did it. And uh, yeah, also a new experience with another producer. So we, we enlarged <laughs> our, <laughs> how to say that, our territory a little bit. So, um, yeah. well, yeah, we have these orchestration things and I'm super happy also with that, of course. Well, that's cool. Look, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm yet to hear it because all I've been given is a stream of uh, the Sacrament of Sin. But look, one thing I will yeah. say is a lot of the time these orchestral albums can go very wrong, to be quite frank. Now, this is my opinion. You know, the Metallica album S&M is terrible and Manowar's releases from the past okay. almost 15 years have been almost unbearable. But how did you go about, say, okay. how did you go about tailoring it for the metal audience? Sorry, how did you? How did you go about tailoring a symphonic album get... for, for, for tailoring a symphonic album ah, for a metal to, audience? Ah, to, you mean you're presenting it live, probably, or perhaps? Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go that way. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay, we, we'll see. We'll see. We, we, we now we be planning or tour the Wolf's Nest tour in Wolf's Night tour in its translated translation in Europe, and we enlarge. We will go on tour for for a long, long time. Also next year, perhaps also in Australia. But Excellent. yeah, probably there will be there are some plans to play things with orchestra and something like that because this it would be perfect and it fits perfect to the songs and we have this orchestration already, so it it would be really nice to celebrate these things with a real orchestra on stage. Yes. But we'll see. We are we are thinking about that. It's it's, it's the same thing or the same approach as we were thinking about uh, to doing this project with a cover album by other bands, Communio Lupatum. Yeah. So we are thinking already for this orchestration thing, orchestration part. So I'm quite sure that it will happen someday. Yeah, and I'm sure it'll be excellent too, by the way, because your music is... Um... I reckon yeah. I reckon you guys are about the strongest power metal band out there, and power metal isn't a genre that is typically in my bag, but it's enormously popular in Europe, and it's growing in popularity here. I was just down at Download in Australia. We had the Download Festival finally make it to our shores, and Sabaton pulled a big crowd. So, is there any okay. is there any okay. chance that you guys could come down anytime soon? We are we are planning it. We are planning it. Uh, we're focusing now on on Europe, but there is the next year, and there are a lot of plans for touring. And yeah, I said to our booking agency that we really should go. I suffered and I'm a, I'm a math bitch. Uh, go to yeah, Australia. Yeah. And and um, our, our friends in Elstom also are very often in Australia, and they, everybody told me it's it's great to play there. And I'm <laughs> to be honest, I'm addicted to play live so uh, cool. I want to play uh, the whole of the year so there are plans doing live shows in Australia and I would really like to do it because I was never been there so far 
Well, we'd love to have you here. We'd love to have you here, that's for sure. So, Yeah, hey. yeah. Then, then we will drink a beer together if you want. <laughs> I, I would love that. Yeah, I love catching up. You know, so I've got two young kids. Yeah. You see, they're they're in the other room listening to the Wiggles at the moment. You've probably got the Wiggles in Germany, you know. And I I rarely get an opportunity to get out and watch a band. To be honest with you, because I play in a band myself. I play as a covers musician. So uh, I'd love to come out and watch you guys and shake okay. your hand and have a beer. No question about that. So that would be nice. <laughs> Count me in. Okay. I'm, that would be nice. Yeah. Right, right now I'm looking at the cover art to uh, Cominio uh, Lupatum. That's that's beautiful artwork that you've got there. And I've spoken to Nora once before from Battle Beast, and I can also see Miller off to the side there with his goblet in his hand, and all of the other wonderful people and musicians that you've got representing your fantastic music. So, who's actually who is responsible for that excellent cover art? Because that'd look great on a big poster. Okay, for the cover artwork, there is responsible on the one hand Matthew Cuevos and uh, an artist, a very young girl from Bratislava, from Slovakia, Sofia Dankova. And this is quite a funny story behind that because we saw on Facebook, uh, because she is also she is also a fan of Powerwolf, she she did a video like an action painting. Uh, she right. was painting the wolves and the and, and the band members, and we contacted her and said, "Wow, that's amazing." And we met her at a concert in Bratislava, and we said, "Come on, can you do some some paintings for merchandise?" And in the end, it is so amazing. And for this artwork, for this cover, uh, Matthew scratched, did a, some 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 scribbled scratches. I don't know uh, skizzes, yeah, some small paintings. Yeah. And she she did it in this in this way. She painted it, and more she painted ten ten covers within. The earbook within the city to each song, she created a certain painting uh, that's, that fits really perfectly. And I love this this artwork. You can recognize so much details, and uh, we are we are very happy with Sophia. And we say, uh, Sophia is uh, our Derek Wicks, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Derek Wicks who's painting the Iron Maiden covers. Uh, and now Sophia yes. Dankova. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's for powerful, so it, it fits perfect. And she. She totally understands what what we want to have and what what it has to look like. And if you see this this wolf and the hands like the marionettes, uh, the evil and and uh, the good on the one side and the other side, it's yeah, it will fit perfect. And and we will put these scenes also on our new stage setup to transfer oh, nice. yeah. the stage and the artwork on stage. And I'm I'm sure that will be look that will look amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I also imagine you're going to see a few fans with a tattoo of it as well because it's a, it's Jesus, it's ferocious that yeah. looking monster thing on there. And there, there are a lot of, yeah, there are a lot of, already a lot of tattoos of Powerwolf from the Blood of the Saints artwork or Preachers of the Night already. But I, I'm quite sure that this artwork could be a perfect tattoo for the back. I think so. I think you're spot on. I don't know, but but we will see. But we will see. <laughs> Let's talk about you and your musical journey. So, I mean, one of the key features of the band is your extraordinary keyboard work, okay, because it really stands out. It's very musical, and you're obviously either highly trained or very talented or, or a combination of both. So how did you get into heavy metal when, as a keyboard player, that you really could have gone down a lot of different paths? For example, you could have been uh, the... the uh, you could have been in an orchestra pit somewhere and say, the Berlin Symphony Orchestra or one of the wonderful orchestral... Uh, groups that 
are all across <laughs> Europe. So what drew you to heavy metal? So, but I didn't get the question now. What what is this, what is exactly the question for oh, so, for me as an organ player or, or yeah for you as a for you as a very talented keyboard player? What drew you to heavy metal when there was so many other outlets for the sort of music for, for ah, the sort of talent okay, okay. you've got? Yeah. Well, when I started to learn the real church organ, I was I was influenced. How to say that? I grew up in a very religious area of Germany. And I went to church, and for the first time, I listened to the church organ. It, it has this morbid charm, this, wow, it really mm. shivers down your spine when I listen to this music, this, this instrument. And at the same time, I uh, discovered peace of mind, Iron Maiden organ. <laughs> and I decided to learn the organ uh, instead of learning bass, drums, or guitar, like a normal heavy metal band would do. And in the end, I was listening the whole Iron Maiden thing, Kuwait and everything in heavy metal, but I was playing the organ, and huh, that was quite difficult to, to have found a band, because there was a time that no one, really no one, wanted to have a keyboard or an organ in a heavy metal band. It was like, come on, we don't use that, we don't need that. In the 90s, yeah. And then Powerwolf uh, yeah, came up, and at the beginning we used more this, this Hammond organ rock thing, and after a John while, Lord. I remember that I'm a church organ player, and they used it, and we, 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 that gave so much influence to the, the trademarks, to the, the music in Powerwolf. So this is a development in organ playing, a development in orchestration parts, and it's more and more yeah, worthy for Powerwolf. And in the meanwhile, luckily, a lot of bands are using keyboard player or keyboards, or even they play them live, that not only is a backtrack or something like that, Hmm. And I'm quite happy for that. I'm, yeah, it's, it's, I call it destiny because uh, I've never expected to join a heavy metal band because there were other times. <laughs> yeah. But the train do, and it, it, it's perfect. It, 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 it fits perfect. And um, now I wouldn't change my instrument anymore. I, I'm, I'm able to play the air drums or something like that when we have good parties. But <laughs> air drums and air guitar. But uh, it, it, it looks stupid when I'm wearing a, a flying V guitar. So um, I like to entertain <laughs> the audience, but I'm, I'm not playing the organ. And I like to play the organ and create this atmosphere when I'm playing live. It's, it's really like, wow, a, yeah. a certain atmosphere on our concerts. So before Powerwolf took off, because I understand the band's first album came out in 2005, did you do any touring with, say, Christopher in Therion or any of those other symphonic-based bands and... Did you get a taste for heavy metal that way as well? No, not really. I was really... When I began listening to heavy metal, it was more this harder stuff. Or I, I listened to bands like Gorefest. I always liked them. And they, they also began to use some keywords at the beginning. But it was not this thing that I, I really liked the symphonic parts of bands, okay. to be yeah. honest. It was more a development from, for me and for the musician in Powerwolf. Because some people told me, come on, ah, you're now influenced by this and this band. Are ah, you using against Booker because he's working with Opeth, more progressive stuff? And I said, no, um, mm, this is a different approach in Provost. It's, it's like a development in the band when Attila is singing and then I'm playing the organ and when Matthew is playing the guitar. It's like we're influencing each other and yeah, we're existing already for 15 years. A teenager band, right? Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, so, yeah, I wasn't so in touch with symphonic things, but 
when we run through with Etika, they do it very well. So it's also perhaps a new approach to listen more to this band. Okay, gotcha. All right. So what what does the next six months looks like mm-hmm. look like for the band? Are you doing the European summer festival tours and and mm-hmm. touring around Europe? Is that yeah. what's the next six months look like? Yeah, uh, we we're just preparing the new stage setup. That means we will rent a huge hall to to rehearse the whole set stage setup. Yeah. Even when we are using the pyrotech things, it's quite dangerous. So we should be careful. <laughs> and then, yeah, the first show yeah. will be in June with the Osborne in Paris. Then with our maiden in the Grasbrook Festival, and we're gonna headline a lot of festivals in Europe. And Right after that, we are we do this European tour and next year, next touring, and we are coming back to Russia. And I hope we will come to Australia, Australia. for the first time. Did you mention you just, are you playing with Aussie on a festival or on one of his his own dates? It's 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 the first time that that we play with Aussie, and uh, we played a lot of shows with Iron Maiden already, but it's the first time with Aussie Osborne and Ghost, which is quite yeah, yeah cool. strange because we great. We have different music, but we have probably a little bit of the same image. <laughs> yep. And yeah, we should we should do a picture together because it's it's quite similar <laughs> to to the approaching of it. And uh, yeah, and moreover, I like the music of Ghost, so that would be that would be nice. That's the reason I really like to to play the festival things because you've met a lot of people, uh, and you've met probably Ozzy Osbourne. That would be yeah. It's also a dream. <laughs> and yeah, um, yeah. That, I'm always thankful to, to to have that. And and then we celebrate the metal mass. And I'm I'm hoping, but I'm quite sure that we will have a good time when we are on the street again. And it's it is time. We worked almost. Uh, we we wrote one year for the new album, and we recorded it over and half of a year with the pre-production thing. And now it's time to come back to yes. stage. <laughs> I that imagine what it is. we do most. So, yeah. All right. All right, mate. It's been a fascinating chat. Thank you so much. Um, I look forward to meeting you when you come down to Thank Australia you. and having that beer. And congratulations on the excellent album, yeah. and the career to date. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. No worries, folk. All the best, mate. Catch up with you. Bye bye. Okay. Ah, thank you. Okay. You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith, and that was my conversation with the keyboard player from the band Power Wolf. His name is Falk. Thank you so much for listening.